into the In The Mix With Mike podcast. Yo, you, you're coming over to me every week, bro. You see I'm that? Liking them, liking you see them, that? We are like used to it because we are joined by a special, not guest. He's, he's not even a guest, bro. He's part of the show. Like, he's our like executive producer. The producer, the mastermind. The man. The, brains, the man, the lover, the living legend himself. Juan Cubalat. Juan yes, is back from Reading. We, we in the stop. building, Slum. We in the building, Slum. Let's, let's cook up, though. What's up? It's great what to we, see you, boys. We, we here, and Juan is here. Obviously, Jose, as, as always, my great co-host. It is great to be back. Uh, on the air, uh, we apologize to our listeners they, on our they last. They try to hold us up for ransom. Yeah, on our last episode, it got posted a lot later, uh, partially because of uh, some trouble we had with our feed and some things. But we got that all worked out now, so we are good to go. And yeah, we are joined nothing, by Juan and Jose. Me and you were sweating a bit, <laughs> but boy, we're here. Yeah, my boy was—he was losing sleep over there. Yeah, I was. Yeah, he was calling me. I'm, Bro, I'm trying was, to get on the phone with. We're Apple, on the phone like... for an hour, like. It was crazy. I mean, I, I give critical feedback, and I try my best to help, but I'm in the back, like, what are we doing? I don't know how to code. I'm trying to bring this in. There's <laughs> we just were, some internal problems, yeah. which is, you know, rough when you don't have, like, a whole IT team, but, yeah, you know, luckily sure. we did figure it out as a yeah. team, and everything But that, that's now. fire, though, because it's like, now that we're at the beginning stages of this project, it's like, we can go back and, like, all right, we can fix these things, like, yeah. when they do happen in the future. Hopefully they don't happen, mm-hmm. but, you know, you, you're going to run into things at times, yeah. but... Now we prepared. Like that's what I tell you from like the beginning. Like this is, you know, we're gonna. It's a learning process. Like the yeah. first episode we recorded on video, like cameras shut off on us. <laughs> so it's like we're gradually learning, but it's fun because you know we we make the best of it. And we yep. we depend on each other to to get the job done. You call mm-hmm. Cube or you call me. It's like I'm trying to get in contact with somebody that has you know yeah the access to those to those answers. But you know it's gonna happen. But yeah, you know we 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 cook up still. We here. We here. We here. <laughs> so we've been talking about the World Baseball Classic for a little bit, the preview, and now obviously we got Juan here. So we're uh, just over a week away from that start, and I know you guys uh-huh. are really excited about it. I'm excited to see how it goes. True. It's, it's all over the world, uh, being played in Japan, being played in Phoenix, being played in Miami. It starts the 8th of March, and it goes to the 21st. So there's 20 teams, and let's kind of dive into it. It's broken into four pools, so the pool's... Kind of like think World Cup here. Two teams mm-hmm. advance from each pool, and then we move on to, you know, the next round. So, let's take a look at like some of the pools. Uh, I know you guys want to talk about the pool D, so let's just jump let into me, that one. Because... And let me stop. So let me stop you, and let me you know before we do oh, start rolling and get started. <laughs> let me first and foremost you know give you boys your flowers because y'all y'all have been grinding on this. Oh, oh, thank you. oh wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Because it's a lot of work. It is, and it's a lot of new and interesting topics that have to come in every week, and you have to touch base. And no one really sees what happens behind the scenes with any project. Any creative project is is going to be difficult to mm-hmm. just do even the smallest things, and you have to pay attention to the, then the biggest details. Mm-hmm. But I do got to give Yaya Flowers season two. Appreciate things are coming that. on. Okay. Unfortunately, you know, my job and career has forced me to take time away from Not the pod sure, and from even helping you guys and being here. Absolutely. But I, I have been keeping up. I have been listening to some episodes. Yeah, you had a couple, you know, minor discrepancies with some things that were said. <laughs> but it just, it happens, and, and I can see you guys are both grinding. I'm getting better. Like, the episodes are becoming more entertaining little by little. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Other than Mikey saying, you know, some wild stuff sometimes. You know, it's crazy because you... It does line up. You texted us the other day and was like, yo, Jose Gage, like, you gave the wrong information on the passing. 
of a rapper than me and Mike had that conversation like yo like we oh sorry we can't we can't be doing that like I, I take full responsibility for that cause like not only did I say something that was wrong but it, it, it goes back to someone's death like you don't want to put false information out like that on someone yeah. particularly dies so this is why you come in and you know you, you pay attention to the small details that me and Mike probably won't grasp at the beginning oh that's gonna so, happen so, so yeah so it was like yeah. I bet because this is on some, it can also be on some ramble. This is why I like the pod. This is why the pod goes because there's no, in a strong sense, there's no guy right behind you like, oh, you don't say that or you can't say yeah, that or don't do this. Wrong, you two go you. in with what you want, how you want, and that's what you really do need in a sense. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be here and I'm going to say what I want. No, kinda, for sure. That's... In, in whatever way that I say it. Like, I'm going to talk how I talk. And Mikey might cut some things out because I do be saying, you know, some wild stuff sometimes. <laughs> but in in full sense, all of us are going to really be ourselves, which is what's good in this spot. And sometimes yeah. when you're yourself and you see some mm-hmm. things or hear some things, yeah. things yeah. can get jumbled up. So, sure. I mean, even on that point, you're fine. And even, yeah, yeah, no yeah. Trust, it's going to sure. happen. Yeah, no. I but this is a platform where I feel like anyone could come up here and, like, really express how you mm-hmm. feel, like, 100%. And you're a two-man team. You're yeah, not a yeah, ten-man yeah. team with a whole <laughs> research team. Don't even, don't stress that. That's not, that's not a now problem. Yeah, that's a two years from now problem. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure that out. But I think we're doing pretty good so far. We're, like, yeah. we, we're really dedicated to it. Like, we've run across a lot of trials that we had to, and hurdles that we had to jump True. over, but... At the end of the day, it's fun. Like, this is what it's going to take. So. And, yeah, and a lot of the listeners know either one of us personally. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the listeners kind of sometimes they want to know what's going on in the background or they want to know, oh, did this happen here or what were they talking about after the episode mm-hmm. or what had happened in the week that we could, couldn't have posted because Facts. there were yeah. some internal issues. So you let the listeners know a little bit. You can give them a little insight. They're not going to get the fifth wall now. Like, yeah. not telling them all about our personal lives, but <laughs> they, they know that we're friends and we're, we're working through this together yeah, yeah. and everything, in every aspect. And the team is gradually going to grow too as well because it's like, as of right now, we do have a full team, but just yeah. everyone's working on a particular project. And mm-hmm. like, I'm happy for everyone around us. Like, Billy's working with his project. Yeah. Cubes is working with his project. It's like, um, Jaren is working with his project. Yeah. Jake is working on his project. Like we're all touching in, and this is me and your project. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to come across all your friends at one sitting at one mm-hmm. time. It's yeah, like, and I'm proud for everybody because you know everyone doing what they want to do besides working on their like nine to five. This is like their passion. This yeah. is like what they're trying to pursue. Mm-hmm. So I can't knock anybody for not having the access of time to just come up and pull and yeah. you know sit down for a pot like I get it like and I'm profiting like so I'm not I'm not yeah. at all yeah well, I pre- appreciate the flowers though yeah, as well sure. that, mm-hmm. I like how you just just kind of get them when they're due before we jump in but let, yeah. let's jump in though let's jump yeah, in yeah I was gonna say <laughs> no, I appreciate the, the flowers well, it, yeah let's jump back in the first point on the World Baseball Classic though that we do have to touch before even we get into teams and we get into okay. who's winning what and who's gonna be where are gonna be the new rules now because all these pitchers and all these players are getting paid so much money that now they've elevated a couple of rules. So in the first round, for example, your pitcher can only pitch 65 pitches. Okay. So Sandy Alcantara on my Dominican team, when he could go for 110 pitches, seven innings, he's only going to be able to go maybe five, maybe four if he gets in some trouble. Yeah. And then same thing moving forward into the championship round. It's only 95 pitches because you're paying these dudes 250 million, some of them, yeah. 200 million. You don't want them throwing their arms out and... Yeah. In a, you know, just a talent showcasing kind of sort of. That's what the World Baseball Classic is. Yeah. The best talent from every country. Let's let's bring out what we can and let's bring out who we can. 
So that's that's gonna be my first point on that is they're they're definitely being a little more careful with the players now mm. than in the last four years. You know, we had COVID, we had some things happen, but even in like two thousand nine, there there was a little bit more lenient. And then as the time goes, you're starting to see with these contracts and with these big things, it's kind of just like the NFL. The bigger the contracts get, hey, you can't snowboard, you can't play in this celebrity game, you can't do this, you can't do yeah. that. Huh. For so sure. just notice that. And that's going to affect some teams, too. That's a good point. Because some teams have some fire pitchers. But if they're only going to be able to open all your starting pitchers, which are amazing, and they're only going to be able to pitch the first five innings and you have no bullpen, hmm. good luck. Good luck pitching against some of these stacked lineups. Good luck pitching against a Puerto Rico or a Dominican Republic, a Venezuela, a Japan. <laughs> yeah, they have yeah. a shitty bullpen, man. That's that, They're going to struggle with that. But we can touch back on how, how are you feeling, Mike, about the World Baseball Class? What you been looking at? I'm excited to see that that group, though. That uh, the one I was uh, alluding to a little bit earlier, Pool mm-hmm. D, because uh, that is a great point that you bring up about the pitching, which we could dive into with the U.S. because how good their pitching is. But like I was saying earlier, I mean, just they really put Puerto Rico, DR, Venezuela, uh, Israel in the same pool, yeah. and and Nicaragua. Let's get that out there as yeah, well. Nicaragua's in there, uh, but. That's going to be a tough group, and two teams advance from that, and I know a lot of people like Puerto Rico and DR, but anybody to compete with those two powerhouses, I guess? Venezuela's going to show up. Venezuela, yeah, yeah. Venezuela's going to show up, okay. like always. Venezuela has a lot of hitting, but it's going to come down to pitching. Okay. Like like he mentioned, like yeah. even your star pitcher can only pitch a certain amount of pitches, so if you don't have one of those caliber pitchers, you're already dead in the waters because these teams have power house offenses. Yeah. Venezuela, I think, who they have, Ronald Acuna. They have a couple of players over there. Yeah, there's yeah. talent over there. Yeah, there's sure, definitely always. talent. Even in their farm in systems, in there's Venezuela, always talent but over there. When you come across a team like Puerto Rico, who's stacked, and then you come across a team, DR, who's even more stacked. Like, yeah. if you were to ask, like, we can all say the two powerhouse offenses in this whole competition is USA and DR. DR. Yeah. Like, Puerto Rico's slightly there, but I don't think they can go Blow yeah. for blow with DR with the bats. I know. Let's actually just look at and touch on that lineup of DR because it is incredible Like how Monster. how good they are going to be. And I know, Juan, you are through the roof. You're very excited about it. If you look at some of their their talent that they have, like infield, outfield, like everywhere, they're, they're, <laughs> they got everything. They have no can, holes, bro. Yeah, yeah they, no, exactly. And then also the experience that they have with some of the older guys and these two, the two they just added on from the Houston Astros after they won a World Series. I personally know them, so I'm going to give them a quick shout-out. Hector Neris and Christian Javier, they pitched a perfect game. They just played in the most high-intensity and pressure system in the whole world, which is the MLB World Series. And now they're jumping into the World Baseball Classic to play for fun. So you can say our pitching is short, or you can say we're going to struggle in some areas, but mm-hmm. just look at the minor details that we're adding on right now that are going to be major when we need them. When Hector comes in to close the game, and when Christian Javier in the championship round, which we probably will make it, will be able to pitch 100 pitches, come on. He no-hit the Phillies in a World Series. Now he's going to have to probably try to no-hit, yeah, a national team. Yeah. But anything That's is possible. Tough. And he was an amazing pitcher this season. So, so let's just see what he pulls off, and I think he will pull it off. If you look at... The potential lineup for DR, if everybody, like, because you mentioned the contract, it's obviously with Major League Baseball and the World Baseball Classic, how much players are restricted, but the potential lineup could have included, or could include, Marte from the Mets, mm-hmm. Rodriguez out in Seattle, we saw what he did last year in the yeah. home at Derby, Julio, then you got the Soto on the other side of that, then you got Franco, yeah. Ramirez, your boy, 
Machado you're forgetting, on third. You're forgetting, you're forgetting a main man, though. If you're going to Machado and Rafi Devers will be going. Well, I was, I was in getting to the Devers, game, yeah. Going in and out of the game. And then you got Vladdy there mm-hmm. from first, and then they also have Gary Sanchez as well. So like you Who's put playing shortstop. Jeremy Pena. Pena, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pena Short or Franco. They could also MVP. put Franco from the Rays. World Series MVP, Jeremy Pena. He's a, he's a monster. That's bro. what I'm saying. They could also I put like him, him in there. I love Pena, though. Yeah. That man is just... Pena's defense is better than Franco's, but Franco's bat yeah. is better. So yeah. that you could interchange both of them, but either way, that lineup across the board is... And that's not even, like, going to... Tatis could have been in there, right? Mm-hmm. Gary, yeah. Sanchez behind the, Gary Sanchez behind the plate, don't forget... His yep. bat can wake up a lot of times. Well, of course, in a lineup but... like that, he definitely could wake up. Because yeah. it's like you can't pick and choose who you're going to pitch to. You have to pitch to everyone. Uh-huh. Everyone has a hitter behind them that you got to continue to battle down. So, And like we just said, you have the veterans behind them. Robinson Cano. Mm-hmm. How many years has he been in this? I think this is his third World Baseball Classic already. Mm. He was on one of the best World had... Baseball Classic teams, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I just... Was that the 09? It might have been the 09 yeah, or the 13. Yeah. was Super stacked. Oh, we have Johnny Cueto, eight plus years in the MLB, mm-hmm. amazing pitcher. Yeah, right there in that bullpen, helping all the young guys. He's gonna be able to do his thing. This is like a small. I'm excited. Venezuela, for what it's worth, though, you did say they got some names. Some names they do have Acuna and they do have uh, Altuve. He's out there as well, yeah. and they do oh, have. I forgot about Altuve. Wow. Uh, Contreras. They do Contreras. have Contreras as well. Yep. So, Catching. So. Uh, Pereira. They do have him as well, so they do have some names. But I think I would still probably go Dr. and Puerto Rico coming out of that that pool, that pool there. Mm-hmm. That's a tough pool, though. It I, is, bro. That's a. It is. I'm gonna. I would also say Dr. is probably the the stronger team than Puerto Rico. I know you. I'm, I know I'm, you guys I'm, are. I'm going Puerto Rico. Away, I'm, but I, yeah. I'm not gonna be ignorant and say like yeah. Dominicans. I mean, not Dominicans, but Team Dom- Dominicana. Yeah. Doesn't have the best team yeah. in the league besides the USA. And I'll ask USA, but we get to them when we talk about their pool. I mean, they're they have an easier pool. USA, they of are. Of course, they're sure. in <laughs> they're in Pool C. Uh, Juan, what do you think about Pool C? I'm going to read you the team. I, yeah, you know about Pool C. I, I know USA's in there. I know Mexico's in there. You're going to have Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain in there because yeah. I did. I gave it a look before the pod. Okay. And I mean Pool C. I feel like they have their work cut out for them. It's going to be USA. Yep. And Mexico that move on. Yeah, I don't with see that, anybody outside with, of that. With coaching and with talent, USA and Mexico take it. Colombia is going to be a Canada, close third. Great Britain, yeah. Yeah, Colombia is going to be a close third. Canada always shows up. I don't know if Marcus Showman is playing up there this year or not. Or I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. But just with the talent and with the experience, USA and Mexico are going to go in there and they're mm-hmm. going to gonna swipe up. And also keep in mind, the winners of Pool C play the winners of Pool D. So... They can get out of Pool C, yeah. but good luck playing a Dominican Republic or a Puerto Rico after you just played a whole bunch of pool games. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. That's going to be spicy. This is going to be interesting. I'm excited to see. I'll, say, I'll say Japan comes out of Pool B, though. I would say... And we want to Pool B? We'll go yeah, to sure. Pool B. Uh, Japan, South Korea, Australia, China, Czech Republic. I would say Japan and probably South Korea, I would assume. Yeah, I'm going to take yeah, Japan. Korea. I'm going to take Japan and China. Okay. Uh... Just because of straight yeah. amount of people that they have over there, there's there's got to be some talent coming over. For I mean, sure. Yeah. I don't know much people, especially just because, you know, we but, don't really keep up with those, like with their sports or with their league over there. Yeah. Because we have our own league here. But they send a lot of players over here that are very talented. Facts. And so then think about it. Just the amount of people, they have yeah. more to choose from in a sense. And their league is so big over there. 
Mm. My my mess just got Kodai Senga from. Yeah, and look at Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. Yeah, that's gonna be fun to watch him out mm-hmm. there. And then if we move to Pool A, you have Chinese Taipei, the uh-huh. Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, mm-hmm. Panama. Italy's is... getting out of there for sure. Italy's <laughs> winning in there. Really? I have Italy, and okay. I, have, I have Italy and Chinese Taipei getting. I have Italy you, and Cuba. I was gonna say, what about Cuba though? That, you Cuba know, has a lot of young talent. Yeah, Cuba <laughs> could absolutely explode too. I do hope Italy gets through. Obviously, I'll be falling for the Italians. Obviously. Yeah, Italy has Mike Piazza as a head coach. They have <laughs> Nicky Lopez from the uh, from the Royals. They have David Fletcher, and they're also in the infield. Italy's got some talent, and like we said, the veterans are gonna help. A lot of these young kids are just like, oh, what are we doing? What's this tournament like? Are we here to make money? Are we here to play? What's serious? Go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Do, a lot of things they're going to learn from. So Italy also has Matt Harvey in their bullpen. Oof. Veteran. You know what's crazy? Veteran on remembrance. Let me I, tell you I, that. I, that could speak for Matt Harvey because he was a man. When that man is on, he's on. I just haven't seen him like exactly. in a while, but I put my money on him. Exactly. You know, man. Yeah. I, I in, a, in a last sense, am going to take Dominican Republic to win the whole thing. And they're the favorite. You can say what you want. Of course, I'm Dominican. I'm, I'm you got to lean towards the way. But I, I'm going to take them to win the whole thing. And I'm going to take them to play in the championship. I say they could end up maybe... So USA... Dominican Republic versus... Puerto Rico in the last one in 2017, no. just for context here. Yeah, but that's impossible this year because they have to Bro, play each other. I know, yeah, but... So, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I I would like to say the Dominicans gonna win, but the USA is stacked, bro. Know, Let, let's get to that. Let's get to that. You want to talk about their pitching staff, Isaiah? But the USA bro, can be like any other team in the sense that you Paul can choke. Paul Goldschmidt, Mike Trout, Mookie Bet, Pete Alonso, <laughs> Nolan Arenado, JT Romuto, Bryce Harper, Jeff McNeil. But Bryce probably won't. Definitely not gonna play. Yeah, get hurt. Jeff McNeil, yeah. Kyle Tucker, Devin Williams. Okay, but, but they have going? to get past they don't that e- second You didn't even round. touch the pitching staff either. Kyle Schwarber, Brandon Crawford, Kyle Will Smith. Just lost the World Series. Man. Come on, bro. Listen, they have to get past that second round. They're either no, going to get sure, past DR sure, or they're going to have to get past PO, SBR. Good luck with that one. But that mm-hmm. lineup is... Uh, that's not the, just the lineup. That's just like all the stars on that team. That's 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 deep, bro. That's mm. No, they have length. They do. But I'm that's just saying, deep. they have. they're going to have a really rough second round. And in turn, they're an even worse semifinal. Because say you had to play PR in the second round and DR in the semifinal, you're cooked. You're, you're just you're going to be tired. You're going to be outdone. You're going to be facing a lot of hard pitching. That's I what, would say I'm gonna. That's what happened with Puerto Rico the last one. I was gonna. I'm gonna say USA versus DR. Oh, that's gonna happen for sure. I think that's that could be, be a final. semifinal. That or, is that gonna be a semifinal? Because yeah. they're both in poor at C and D. I think USA is gonna win it again. I'm I just think they right have now. the best pitching, and then top to bottom lineup wise, I think they're gonna win it. I think, but so I think Dr. can give them a hard, yeah, hard time. I really don't. World Baseball Classic. What I like about this is we're before the baseball season at a time where not many people are really watching spring training. You know, so I think it's great to see another big tournament, you know, kind of going on preseason, you know, before the season. It's nice to see something different, something unique like this. Obviously, the last one was in 2017. And I think at a time that we are currently in, you know, it's amazing where sports are consistently changing from a from a multi-league standpoint, you know? Yeah. Uh, I know me and Jose, we were... You, we were just talking about like the XFL and how much that is kind of becoming a big I think thing. The XFL is going to be a big factor moving on in yeah. football. Yeah, 
like Jake was saying the other day, like people just want to see football. Like people want to watch more football. So mm-hmm. they they bringing it back. I mean, I seen a couple of highlights. I seen one game, like one half. Yeah. And for some reason, bro, it's just a fun way to watch the football, bro. Yeah. Like their rules, it's fun. Like it's more offensive driven. Yeah. Betting props are also at a sorry to interrupt you. Facts. Yeah, so they, they have betting right on the screen, literally right next to the score. It's like a bu- over under forty points, and <laughs> yeah. they have live their own live betting interface. So and I think we're gonna come across a lot of good talent out there, bro. I For think sure because like this to get into the NFL, bro, you have to be the best yeah player in the world type shit, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean that those are the only great players that play this game. Like, there's a lot more talent that doesn't get in or retire early. So, mm-hmm. for me, like, that's probably one of the things I'm going to look forward to is, like, how much talent can come out there. Or even the quarterbacks. Like, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that slinging the rock. And, you Fox. Know, it's, it's good to watch. AJ McCarron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's... They got Josh Gordon as well. I'm definitely going to tune mm-hmm. in for it. Like you, and great experience, you can, too. That, that, all mm-hmm. that game adds is experience. You're playing real in-life game versus real talented people that yeah. play hundreds of games through high school, college, sure. some that even tried out for the league. So mm-hmm. that's going to be good for both leagues, in a sense. Yeah. They're going to be able to bring talent in from the XFL to the NFL, new talent, too. Because yeah. football players aren't, I'm sorry, but like Joe Burrow's big and Patrick Mahomes is big, but they're not as big as like a Deion Sanders. They're not as big as a Bo Jackson. Like the hype over the football player has, in a sense, been dying down over the years. Well, I'm Mahomes not... obviously changed that a little bit a couple weeks ago. But yeah, 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 I, I, yeah, but still, uh, like if you remember the stardom of of like a Deion Sanders, of a Barry, Barry was Barry, it Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like those dudes, like it was like they, they were time. superstars. Yeah, they you know what I'm time. saying? Things like that. And now it is also like with social media that yeah, can also take a take a bad offense yep. on it. But there's no OBJ was probably the closest. So like, oh, this guy's taking over culture, taking over brands with like Nike and stuff, taking over fashion, taking over fandom. Because that's what OBJ has was was well, Tom was Brady a had a everyone big, wanted you know, to see him. Everybody, Tom Brady had a big Tom Brady brand. built that yeah. brand, but Tom Brady's by winning. Tom Brady is done for. Yeah, I get that. So by there's winning. no, there's still no player than like Tom, like Tom Brady in the league right now. Well, I would say Mahomes is the closest to him, but two star. But you need the star yeah. to bring it to the league. You do. Look at the Super Bowl. And look at the ratings over the last. What few about years. Cam Newton? I think he, he was did have some star, same yeah. thing. He's out of the league. Yeah, he's also out of and the he league was sure. getting there, but also he didn't win enough for it to be like that. He made it to a Super Bowl. I but think he didn't win enough. The league sabotaged him, bro. They broke him <laughs> yeah. down. Same thing with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't win enough, but he could have. He made it to that Super Bowl and lost. But, but if he wouldn't have, you know, whatever happened with that whole situation, and he would have stood in there, he was talented. Yeah, he could have made it back and maybe won one or two Super Bowls because the San Francisco 49ers are known for being a good. A good franchise. Yeah, yeah. They're an amazing franchise. Yeah, they have a good front office. They have a good owner. Five they, they're on the West Coast. You know, they're still in the NFC, but they're on the West Coast. It's good. It's a good location. They have a big, 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 big circle of fans over there. So he could have really done some damage, Colin Kaepernick. Just mm. let that sink in. But he it goes was, to show you like how fast you can lose your job in the biggest stage. That's amazing. In sports, like yep. you could be the best at your craft, and somebody could just take over your spot like that yep. quick. So that goes to show how hard it is to get into the NFL and to stay in the NFL. So it's like, there's not that many players in the NFL. I'm pretty sure there's way more talent out here that people can go and put on a show for you on a Wednesday or whatever they host. And they're also at multiple times, which I think is another big part of this. Like, the mm-hmm. XFL is now being played after the Super Bowl here in the spring, you know, mm-hmm. and then the summer goes on and then you're back to the NFL. So it's not really a conflicting thing. I think I think it's it's definitely unique to think about how 
interesting times are. Now we have, you know, the NFL, now we have the XFL, you know, even in golf, there's a whole split with PGA Tour, Live Golf, you could go either way, and now, you know, World Baseball Classic before the MLB. It's like sports are evolving to more of a, you know, appeal. I mean, you got a lot of options. You're getting a lot of variety of a lot of different things. It's all, I, I believe it's all in betting, but... Yeah, before that's we, definitely we, a great point, how much more... Before we get into the betting, I would like to say, like, yeah. what if the NFL, like, the XFL is played, like, in the perfect weather? Like, you understand what I'm saying? You don't mm. have to go through those brutal cold days and... Yeah. All those rough days of rain and stuff like that. Yeah. And you see, like, a, uh, your injuries come down. Like, your percentage of injuries huh. on players come down. So, it's like, do they take that into consideration? It's like, yo, those guys are playing through these months of, you know, nice weather. Yeah. And it prevents a lot of injuries. It's so, so interesting, yeah. Can, can the NFL probably one day say shift? Like, yo, they got it right. No injuries over there. If we don't have injuries over here, it's more money, better mm-hmm. for the game. Maybe we should push to go to that time or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But it's just those type of small details Makes you think, yeah. that the XFL can really change. Like, who knows? The XFL Literally. could be in talks with the NFL. Like, yeah. try this. Or, like, have you guys thought about this? They Could, could be so, a feeder system for the bro, NFL, like so a minor way, league, Some honestly. way, somehow, they yeah. have cahoots, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me no, that. And I definitely also believe when it comes down to the injuries, a point that you didn't touch on, which is very big when it comes down to injuries, is players being hurt and already playing. Or players being hurt, taking a shot in it, jumping out and playing, hurting it even more. Mm-hmm. And that's across all sports, because that's synonymous with me the one time, I, I will never forget this, uh, Warriors are in the finals, KD's hurt. All they're saying on the announcements is like, hey, we don't know if he's going to play, we don't know if he's not going to play, but we do know that he's hurt. He comes back out, plays about 13, 14 minutes early in the second quarter. Tears his Achilles, Achilles, I believe it was. That was in game five. And that's one of those things where if that happened to one basketball player, which basketball isn't, you know, that case heavy and you're hitting people and stuff, imagine how many football players that happened to across all 30 fucking teams. For sure. Yeah, facts. That's, that's, that's a fact right there. Look at Mahomes, like just what he went through in the, yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, with his ankle, look at yep. that. But I think it is definitely very interesting to see, I think with these multiple leagues at least, what's came across is like the XFL, you can include new things and try different things, I think, there and see if it hits. Like they got rid of, I think at the end of the game, you know, when you're, so you're down seven, you're kicking an onside kick because you have no timeouts, there's 20 seconds left, it doesn't look like you got much chance, but you're going to kick the onside kick, the only chance to get the ball back, really. Now, there's an opportunity, instead of kicking the onside kick, you have an option to go for it on a fourth and 15. You convert that, you get the ball back. So it's like... That's fire. Well, that's interesting. So now, like, it, you know, but it, it gives us that, like, option of, okay, well, could this make it to the NFL? And you have a lot of NFL fans that will say, no, or the defending team is like, we're going to make it harder for to get the ball back but as you said we're in different times you know people want to see offense people want to see offense exactly yep. that's where the money's coming yep up. so it feels like you don't bet on defense you bet on offense so every yep every league has to go offense first like there's just no like you have to follow time like it's either you adapt or you perish and yep. then this is the time is like this is where the money's at <laughs> that's, that's what i'm that's that is the thing that you could see and in it helps us leagues. Though. yeah you it get, gives us get, that judge of you know which way you want to go with it, and you know even like any 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 sports you yeah. want to see a lot of offense. You don't want to go to a game and be like one zero or like yeah. games like that. And not for nothing, like I love I love defense also yeah. as well. But and the athletes are getting so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the sense. offense is getting so much better. These athletes are much faster, bigger, mm-hmm. stronger, just naturally. Like 
we're in different times, bro. Like, Fact. your average, you could go right now to any middle school and you could come across a six foot two kid in middle school, bro. Yeah. Anywhere in the states, we—that's crazy. We are out of time, though. That is—it is amazing to think how much sports and how many events, how many games, how much is being played. It's a never-ending cycle every day. You can watch that, yeah. That's what I think. Like when when COVID was happening, when everything just shut down, and now it's like we restarted to get back to normal, and we've kind of went past normal. We have now gone into like. More of everything that was before, you know, like you just said, and Juan said, you know, you could bet on the XFL today, you know, yeah, yeah. you could bet football nine of the 12 months when before, you know, we're only at a certain point. It is crazy to think about how much more you have of an appetite to for I can only all imagine, across the world. I can sports. only imagine a cesspool of money that they're oh playing God, with. Yeah. That's true. It's crazy. Does, it, the, does that bet, have a negative impact though? Because I feel like at one point course, it's like it's course. harder to appreciate things. Because you had a great point the other night to me where like they play so many games, you know. It's and too it's just many. Like, yeah, it's too many. It's like now we have too much though in a sense, you know. I think every league should go down, and drop the games. Like we were talking the other day of like when when we had COVID and we had that small season, mm. that short season. Baseball was it sixty games? Baseball had the short season. Also, basketball had. Was the it sixty or it was sixty? It was sixty games, right? Yeah. For the, I want to say it was 60 like games. 60, 70 games. Yeah. To then playoffs, right? Yep. Like that right there was perfect. Every no game fans. mattered. Yep. Every game matters. No yep. fans. No, no fans. It's, you know, it's crazy. That's yeah. Yeah. But, some of the players. but there's nothing like watching a home run in a clutch moment and your fans erupt in that building. Yeah. Like, we seen it with the Phillies this year. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Get into it, it, it's a different energy. So when we get a small glimpse of that, like there were not that many injuries, bro. And you've seen a lot of athletes' numbers shoot up because you had yeah. a you. It's a smaller span of games that you have to play. It's hard as fuck. Yeah. To keep a three hundred batting average in a hundred and sixty two games. And we started this conversation yeah. talking about the World Baseball Classic, how good it is before the season. Imagine being a player playing in that, then playing in a hundred sixty two game season. And then we watched how grueling the postseason was last year on the players. Add that on top of it. How many games you're playing on your body. Mm-hmm. You're playing about 225 to 250 nights out of the year of 365 days. That is a lot. Travel. They don't exactly. Contract does add up to that. Yeah, though. so I saying, think Some of these players, those contracts are working for you to work almost I know, but that's a of lot the year. of games. I, I get how much money in. they're paying, but... Hundred, if you gave, I think baseball would be the first like sport out of all of them to cut the schedule. I think they should cut it more than any other sport. I think if we go from one sixty two to one twenty, or do one twenty is perfect because yeah. but they too, lose money that way, you know. So now it's yeah. like I mean, not only that, but they they're making the game shorter. Like we watched firsthand yesterday, like the first game with the clock. Yeah, that clock cut off forty five minutes of mm. an average game. So it's because we would probably say, "Hey, let's let's cut two innings. Let's have a seven inning game." Nah, they were like, "Nah, that that, 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 yeah. that ruins it." So it what does, we're gonna yeah. do? We're gonna speed it up. Yeah. When, when I was watching the game, Machado came up first strike. Cause you know you can take you take your time, get comfortable. We don't have time for that. <laughs> it's let's, crazy. Let's get to it. That's so wild. Without even throwing seconds. a pitch, which helps the pitchers. And pitchers though. too, no. So pitchers can't do all that wacky, tacky <laughs> tactics that they have to slow down or, or throw you off. Now it's get in there, pitch, get in there and hit. I like it's that. offensive driven. Like, let's keep it going. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it may, I think it's going to take effect more on the pitchers because 
you literally you never settle in. Mm-hmm. You never settle. Even if you have a run out first, where you can take your time, you can look over there, you know, calm yourself down. Now you still have 15 seconds. Ain't nobody hitting some pitchers. Though. And you can right. only throw twice the first base. More runs is going to come in because now there's going to be way more steals. Yeah. If the pitcher can only throw to first base two times, after you throw those two times, it's me versus you. Okay. And also yeah. keep in mind the pitcher doesn't have that much time to change his exactly. looks and to look over <laughs> when, oh, you have this 15 seconds. seconds. <laughs> I'm going to look over once, twice. The runners on first is going to know. Cannot. He has three seconds to throw that ball. Two, gone. I'm on one. <laughs> Simple and as no, that. And no shift. But nobody's going to hit like somebody like Scherzer. I know you're smiling over this because that's a guy that when he gets in a rhythm, he just goes. Yeah, he goes. I feel like he's the opposite. He may It may suit him more yeah. with the clock because he likes to go. But then your Johnny Cueto's yeah. in the sense that we had spoken about earlier. Because the other one. Yeah. Are going to struggle. In yeah. it. Yes. And you have to change your whole way. And these guys have been playing the same way since they were kids. Could you imagine trying to hit your closer in the ninth inning? And he's throwing 100 yeah. on a 15 yes. second. He's just like next pitch. And you're like, right yo, away. slow down. And he's just, <laughs> the and with that. The trumpets. The trumpets, yeah, the trumpets, my that. The trumpets are playing. Yeah, that's crazy, but it's going to be fire, though. I like it, though. Wow. It's like more offense, like, away. Uh, again, like I said, it's probably going to take away more from pitching. But if it's offense that we want to go see, we want to see, they took away the ship. Because you know what? The ship has been taking away many, many thousands of hits. Yeah. It's hard to hit against the ship. You take that away, everybody play your position. You go up there and hit, and you're going to see the up the gaps. You're going to see the bloopers right over the top, like, Yep. It's going to be more fun, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I am very I'm excited for baseball. And, y'all, and, y'all have a and I know you player. are too. Yeah. Y'all have one of the best players in baseball that's going to be able to dominate off of that. And Trey Turner, he gets on base. You're going to throw two times over there. He's going to have 60 to 65 stolen bases this year. Because yeah. if you look at it, the average stolen base right now, is, I'm pretty sure no one even averages 50 mm. stolen bases anymore. No, it's hard. That era died out. Yeah. Now we're going to go where we see 60 to 65 stolen I like bases that. from some of the best runners in the league. I like that. Cause it's it, more driven. Yeah. yeah. More and it's it's better, for like, like in a sense, for entertainment. Facts. Exactly. For the fans that are at the show and then to the fans that are watching the games. Because I'm a Yankees fan. I'm a diehard Yankees fan since yeah. I've been a kid, you know, growing up in Queens and rolling around the Bronx. I remember going to my first Yankees game. I was lucky enough to be able to walk on their field, and I played a mm-hmm. tournament over there. I was lucky enough to be in the dugout, and I was like, whoa, this is like this is amazing, especially on the new field. And I, as a fan, I can tell you, out of those 162 games, on cable, I only got about 40 games. And in then the with, with, yeah. Yeah, with schedule and with just life in general as a fan, yeah. I was only able to watch fully and sit down and like enjoy and look at the lineup and take in the game about 10 games in the past year. And think about it, Aaron Judge had that amazing year. The Yankees fans globally everywhere. But a lot of the games I was catching up on just refreshing Instagram and mm-hmm, stuff yeah. like that. So entertainment-wise, the MLB is doing what they have to do yes. to bring in the eyes and bring in the views. Because look at a player like Shohei Otani entertainment-wise. Like we just said earlier. He's shaking the game up. You can watch Shohei any game. But you can't really sell Shohei right now to everybody. Shohei's not a yeah. star player. He's a star player, but in the sense of culture, he's not a star. Like The kids don't want to... They know Aaron Judge. Be a show here right now. They know Aaron Judge. They yeah. know a little bit of Mike Trout. That's but, why it's so important to know English. But man. they're not even yeah, in a sense. But like he couldn't even really help. He just it's it's where he's from. That's what he does. But there ha- there's not like that Derek Jeter esque. No. Though, yeah. The tabloids want to hear about him. Plus the football players want to no, meet think, him, I and the basketball so. players want to see him. So the MLB needs to work on that and entertainment, which they are working on it right now. But touching on entertainment, I do want to bring up 
what we did earlier was watching that new uh, Drake video, Spin About You, mm -hmm. and just music videos in general. Because we watched it and we took it in, but none of us were really like, oh, like this this was, was a good, this was a great music video. Or, and, and I feel like myself, I haven't been like, oh, this was a great music video in years. I haven't been like, oh, this was a great music video almost since Beyonce. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Like, I, I really haven't been like that. But you know I mean, what it is, too? It's like now, I think before, like when music videos were hot, yeah. they didn't have Instagram. So that was your promotion, your music video for people to come get, listen to your music mm -hmm. was the music video. That's why Diddy was able to dominate for so mm -hmm. long because he was in a time of TRL where yep. people would tune in to watch the top 10 music videos on TV. Mm -hmm. YouTube smashed that. Like, that's over with. We don't yeah. need that no more. So now, like, all right, people are listening to streams. Now let's get more views on YouTube because... Some people may not be able to afford yeah. uh, uh, platforms a platform yeah. like yeah. Apple Music or Spotify. Spotify. Yep. And you, you can't you can't touch out the fact that the music itself has to be almost amazing for you to have a great music video nowadays. Because yeah. a lot of songs don't stick, but you're putting out your single and you're putting out this music video, maybe getting 10 million views on it, maybe five, which seems like a lot. But on YouTube, a lot of people listen to the music like that. But for you to really chart and take a strong song, the music video has to be great. Yeah, for and sure. I think for a lot, of, a lot of like the NBA yeah. Young Boy fans, they don't get off of YouTube. So, yeah. and he isn't dropping you know music videos all the time, but let's just say for like a Drake or for like a, those really big artists now that are dropping music videos, mm. you can tell they're putting in almost a quarter million into that video mm. with extras, with props, with everything on the show. But are they getting that out? I, I don't really think they're getting out because it's not sticking. Or like Psy Gangnam Style when that music video went viral, like. <laughs> Things like that have stuck because, one, the song was catchy and good, but the music video wasn't bad either. It's just, we can touch on a couple other ones, like Eminem so Rap God. Though, a couple years rap ago when God. everybody was Tis rap a little bit, like the Eminem Rap God music video. That's another music video. The song was amazing, and the video was amazing. That's why it was what good. What about the baby with, um, what's Roddy Shug. Rich. Oh, Shug? Shug. I was thinking more Rockstar. I remember that music video. Rockstar too. That was a decent music video, but then in that sense, it still jump hasn't was, stuck. We don't think I, that's I a thought great jump was music good, video. Though. Jump was good. Uh, also, I can jump back house. in and say I haven't been like mesmerized watching a music video since almost like Kanye All of Ice. It was simple, yeah, but it fit the song, and the song was great. Mm -hmm. Where where is that now? Where are we seeing that? Is it because of? Do you guys think it's because of the way music videos are being rolled out, which is you know YouTube and then with an Instagram post and with a caption, and that we don't watch TV anymore? Like you don't wake up, put on MTV, and all these music videos are going back to back to back. Mm -hmm. Or do you think it's the creative, in a sense, because these music videos look amazing. I mean, Drake has these HD cameras, these amazing actors, the the graphics and the what is it yeah, called? The, the, CG the, the and CGI. Yeah. That's that's amazing, but none of it is sticking for me. The last one that stuck for me from my favorite artist Drake would have to be the sticky. Chicago Freestyle slash. Well, you like sticky though too. Yeah, I mean, because of the Virgil tribute and everything in there, but I would have to say it's a Chicago's freestyle slash. Yeah, that was cool. when he was in New York and Marcy Project. Yeah, yeah, because one, he was in New York. Too. The I was like, hey, of the yo, album was fire. I've yeah. been there. The aesthetic of the video was great, but also yeah. you got to see behind the scenes mm -hmm. of someone that you don't see behind the scenes. Him of. eating in a th at the, the the Korean spot. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, himself. he had Masawisha. He had the sushi master cooking the sushi for him, putting right. it on. And those like, are those are appointments that you probably only have like ten appointments. The whole year, like, type shit. So, for that, you see those kind of things, like, ah, right. it matches what he's rapping about. Yeah. Because he's up there talking his shit, like, yeah. 
I'm coming in through the back room. Uh, like, 33 years. And the song's and, and you good. And see him in New and York. The songs exactly. are good. Yeah, Same so thing. So it matches the yeah. vibe that he's talking his shit. Same thing with Sicko Mode. Amazing song. Hot in the moment. They dropped the video. A lot of edits in the video, which was kind of like, eh, you know, in yeah. a weird sense. Don't cancel me, but... Like, those videos could have given you epilepsy. Like, it was just, it's a lot of lights. It's Travis coming in. They have some dogs. They have some girls. But there was no real point to the music video. There was no subject throughout from, like, A to Z. Like, what are we doing here? Is there a storyline? So that's where, like, I think God's Plan, Drake killed that music video. That was... Can't forget about that. Can't forget about that one. I I would add that. But I think with, like, music videos, Mm -hmm. it's also, like... I love how behind us you just got Nipsey Hussle right here on Racks in the Middle. And, like, what makes this music video, I think, like, really phenomenal is, like, look at the iconic, like, like, kind of aesthetic, right? He's got the the Puma private jet right there Mm -hmm. with... You know, a Lambo. He's, he's rapping about the his Aventador right the there. His he's got the McLaren. He's got the Hip Boy. Uh, he's got Hip Boy in the background with the Nikes. He's got the Puma. The image looks clean. The colors work. I think the aesthetic works. And he's got Roddy Rich. Two different locations. The whole video. Exactly. The timing too. The timing. This yeah. came out. I mean, unrelated to his death, but the timing of this. They're both on the come up. Yep. The music. It. It seems you know to the normal eye and to their demographic. You know, young. Young men, mostly, you know, urban men. It seems attainable. You, okay, yeah. he's grinding, they're rappers, a couple chains, a couple nice cars, a plane. It's everybody's kind of like dream everybody's that you kind of chase and follow in the hood. And he got this girl in there and he's rapping about becoming successful. Yeah. How he became successful. All right, we're investing in real estate. We're investing in ourselves. We're learning what the, what, what the economy is like. We're mm-hmm. trying to connect. And yeah, we lost some people, but we're staying strong mm-hmm. throughout it. So in that sense, over what we just said, yeah. the music was strong. The context in the music was strong. 100%. Tied into the music video. Yep. And then the timing was perfect. Yep. But what what is it now then with the rest of the artists and with the rest of what's going on? Because I, I'm sorry, I but I'll say like right now, I don't listen to any music video of a new artist or of an artist man, that I, I don't, just I don't heard look of. for music videos, but I think is, I think it goes back to when they when you have a director, they're looking, they're still looking for clickbait and they're still looking for a piece of that video they can chop. And put, go back to Instagram. Because at the end of the day, everything is going to be run through Instagram, mm. Facebook, and Twitter. Mm. So the size of the screen that yes. you watch your content on changes everything about the music yep. industry now. Because yeah. now everything is seen through a phone. Thank People God. don't pick up a laptop and let's go on the laptop and you know do everything we could do. Mm-hmm. Or watch videos or listen to music. Yeah. Let's not open up my Mac and just turn it on. People See. don't use that. Everything is consumed to what you can see through the size of your phone. Bingo. So that changes everything too. So it's like, people not gonna, this this visual now, yeah. is not gonna look the same on a phone than no. it looks on a flash screen TV like this. This video probably wouldn't look good on a phone. Because yeah. there's a wide angle. Like, you gotta capture the jet. You gotta capture the Lambos. Everything around them has to be captured. Yep. So now what they do, they look for a small clip. Yep. Right, this is this. And hopefully by you looking at the small clip on Instagram, Twitter, whatever platform you see it on, you will go tune back to YouTube. Bingo. That's so true because even... Uh, it's Cole, all about clickbait. Cole Bennett, Cole Bennett talked about that a lot. Look at his angles. And his yeah. angles are 90%, <laughs> the camera's right here, and the star's looking up. Yep. The camera's looking up to the to the talent. That's yep. a perfect shot of like your phone just like this. Boom. Bingo. Everyone can see it. Uh-huh. His I, angles... I can't wait till we get cameras so people can show you doing that. <laughs> it's exactly. perfect, so yeah. His, his, his videos get way more views than a lot of other people. And shout out to Lyrical Lemonade and their team. Facts. Because they moved on with time. Facts. 
They yeah. kept it afloat. Like, all right, yeah. we're yeah, gonna adapt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's friends oh. with every major, <laughs> yeah, every so artist. Plus, what they have is, is they have the power to break an artist. Because exactly. they have such a following that you can have a new young artist on there in that mm-hmm. lyrical lemonade. Just touching back on that, but through video, they found a way to kind of use Stand and help up. labels with. Hey, look at this new young guy. We have we make great videos. We have great fans that love our videos. Listen to him. It's like High Will, Williams in the uh, early 2000s uh, when he had yeah. Jay-Z and everybody. It was like also Kanye West mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. Yeah, exactly. He directed a lot of videos for a lot of our favorite artists. So it goes to show. I think that's what probably changed the YouTube. And not only that, one last thing that I'll say is like, now the video doesn't match what you're listening to in the background. Like, if you can't piece what's happening, because you're listening to the song, but you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on in the video. You you can't put them together, so therefore, it just falls on deaf ears. Like, you know what? I'm not even entertained. Yeah, but yeah. if I'm listening to something and it's happening in the video, yeah, then it's like, oh, copy. I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah. It has more mm-hmm. replay value. I don't have time to sit here and try to figure out what's going on in this video. I, I, I love how, uh, just like, I think music videos for me is like, I will, and me and you, Juan, obviously, we go back, and me and you now, Jose, like, just we would throw on music videos on YouTube for yeah. like, if we're just chilling for like two hours, and like, for me, like, Years. listen to music video, just like, you got, for example, we just, we have it on literally in the background of this podcast right behind us, we got, you know, little Dirk on the screen, I think a music video for me is like, seeing a rapper like, you know, make it, like, little Dirk getting off a jet, you know. Giving it's cash out too. to you know at people in the city of Chicago it's and like life. this is his life. It's cool to me to be like, damn, look at this is little Dirk's probably casualties. They go into you know a store and like police escorts everywhere. It's like damn, like this is his life. It's like and it paints a picture because I think a lot of people when, when it listens to music they maybe don't listen as as close to lyrics as we do. So I think it's like, oh man, like this is actually like what he looks like. This like what where he's from. This is like how he lives his life. You know, you can relate too, to it too. Like, you know, music videos like we grew up. Like our generation, like I'm much a little much older than you guys, but we came up in an era where music videos was like popular. Like we used to tune in for that. Like they had shows on TV devoted to that. Like and you go into hmm. your local sneaker store, you go into Foot Locker. What are they playing on the TVs? Music, music videos. <laughs> Even yeah. if you the song is not playing, you can still watch it. You know what's going on because yeah. you could attach that song with that music video. I feel like now. You don't get that because they're not. Not only that, these artists don't want to pay for this. Facts. And these productions for these videos are way more expensive now than they were before. Yeah. And I think it also gives songs depth to on albums. You know, I think, like Meek Mill, I think I've always had a, a lot of respect for the way that he can, like, promote songs on his album that, like, when you listen to the album, maybe the first couple times, you kind of go past it. You don't even look into it as deep. And then, like, I remember a couple of years ago when he had issues off that, uh, what was that, Wins and Losses? Yeah. I remember I didn't listen to it as much, and then he dropped the music video to it, and it was in, like, Miami. It, it hits, it and hits I was like, soul, damn, bro. like, this vibe it and, like, everything. In, like, yeah. even though we were just listening to Wee Balls, like, man, that just gives it a vibe. Exactly. Like, you get the music video, you listen to it, and it makes the song grow on you, so. You know who dropped a fire music video, too, that I think we should give credit to? Um, Kendrick Lamar. Which one? Um, we Gonna Be Alright was one of them. <laughs> what's the other one that they have for the NBA song? And when I blow up... Yeah, yeah I can uh, tell you're looking at me for the pay cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What's, that, what's the name of that track? Uh, we're, yeah, that's going to stick on the tongue. That's going to stick on the tongue. That video was fire. He's rolling in the Cadillac with, with all his homies in Compton. Oh, I know. Shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm he's, he's looking up right Is now. it Blow My High? 
No, 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 no. It's, uh... We, we, could, we could get back yeah, to Yeah, no, that one's gonna stick on the tongue. But I feel like, overall, I think music videos do have, you know, if, if Drake drops a music video, we're gonna tune it. Like, we just did, you know? I think if a big artist... Big all right, we're going to be all right. Yeah, we're going to be all right. That, that video was crazy, bro. I think uh, I think we, we talked about this earlier, and I think across sports, I think across entertainment, I think across music, the big-name artists, the big-name stars of leagues, respectively, whatnot, you know, when they make a move, you know, they're going to get talked about. There's going to be maybe criticism. There's going to be praise. But there's going to be, you know, the eyes are going to be drawn to that. So I think regardless of whatever it is, music videos or, you know, moves in sports or whatever it is, the bigger the name, that that's kind of, I think, where I think a lot of a lot of the world and society is looking at, though, too, you know? like, And it has to do about not even maybe their performance and what their craft is. I think a lot of extra things kind of get brought in. We talked about LeBron James, his stardom. He really doesn't have a stain on his, like, life outside of you know in basketball the criticism comes from his decision to go to the heat but it's nothing outside of that where yeah, i think a lot of lost. i think a lot of other artists like you know we talk in music about gonna like nothing that he did with his music craft it was outside of music and his you know decisions with ysl and that court case you it's know these people, so i think a lot of a lot of outside distractions really make that that star powerful or not you know and it's of course if it's not good with the content they put out too then yeah you know now you look at gun if he drops a new music video had the people are gonna clown it under the comments it's gonna be yo you a snitch and then it's just it it turned into a mess for everybody else especially for new people picking up to these artists because although these artists are huge guys we need to remember that there's people that haven't heard of them or that don't really know who they are or that aren't into them like that yet yeah and that is where that's where it becomes jaded because it's like is this now going to affect me gaining new artists? You can look at it with Drake and with the whole ghostwriting thing. Like, some people now, they say, well, I ain't listening to him because he, he got a ghostwriter. Now some people are going to say, I'm not going to listen to Gunna, he a snitch, etc. But with yeah. Gunna, I feel, like he, I feel like he could survive because, let, let's just be honest, let's keep it a thousand. 95% of America doesn't live by the street code that these rappers are talking about. Yeah. 90% of the rappers only also live by that. Exactly. Code. So it's like, if a good majority of your people that listen to your music are not in the streets and you already build a name for yourself because he has, he's a superstar. Yeah. You can say he built his name up. Whether it was attached to street shit or not, they know who you are. Yeah. They don't live by those guidelines. They live by, I am a civilian. Like, you have to tell in those situations. They don't care about his case. Well, I guess like that, because we were talking about it That's earlier. What the, the, you know, how much content is delivered that's where I, w- I was gonna say it feels like a lot of the content their name that's associated to whatever it is then kind of you know fits that depiction. that don't happen for you rap know? bro that don't happen for rap though because rap is a, a street driven culture well yeah I, I completely get that but I- so only about five percent of americans live that lifestyle so they're only gonna judge you for your raps everyone yeah. else is gonna judge you for your talent huh that's very interesting, though, because I feel... your beats and your collabs yeah. and all that. They don't care about your street shit. They don't care if you're really killing people. They don't care if you're lying or telling the truth. Like, they like your music for what it is. That person wakes up every day and re- lives a regular life. They're not waking up every morning ready to drill and yeah, no, put I, on for their set. I completely it's, get it's that. It's a yeah. different lifestyle. So that's why people always say, yo, how can Takashi still be out here? And how can Takashi still be making money? Because guess what? 
95% of the world doesn't live by yeah. these guidelines, these street, mm-hmm. these street codes. Like, yeah. oh, you're not supposed to tell. You're not supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. 95% of the world don't do that. So Yeah, and with the internet now, everybody's an internet detective and an internet snitch. Exactly. Is Everyone it, can break down a case on the internet. Is it too much as... Like academics. <laughs> well, I guess, like, as we move forward to, you know more stars and like we kind of are transitioning from eras you know all across the board yeah. really like you know we had drake kind of mm-hmm. i mean he didn't say that he was retiring entirely like you know there was a clip saying that you know a graceful exit maybe on the horizon but as we move through time you know we mentioned it earlier tom brady retiring and sports and music and we're kind of going to different eras and you know as i alluded to just earlier with lebron you know somebody that drake is going to retire when lebron retires <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah they're going to go you, buy up brentwood and just chill in california do you forever. feel like though i guess as we go into a new era do you feel like you want to see more emphasis put on stars that uh what their craft and what they do with their craft that's why they're a star instead of maybe all the other bullshit goes oh, away yeah, exactly. you know what i mean i guess like if if like take an artist like six nine, he may not have blown up as much if he isn't screaming or his hair or everything else. He's but original. if you he just judge different. him for it, yeah, if you actually just, I, I don't know how to maybe phrase it the entirely the best way, but do you understand where I'm? I guess I yeah, I'm from. I completely. I can get what you're saying, but how do you think that shapes like, you know the, the next couple maybe the next twenty years? You know, do we look at Yeet as? Are we going to judge him solely for his music? Or are we going to judge him as he's a star because of the trend that he's bringing? Maybe the look or just the, these little different sounds. Nowadays, you know what I mean? Like, I are, are we going to look at, actually, this is what he's saying in his raps. This is how the quality of it, forgetting about the trend, forgetting what his I fans, think, I think you know. it goes back to, like, like, Future and, like, Young Thug. Like, at the beginning, people wouldn't listen to their music because they couldn't catch what they were saying. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So with a person like Yee, you don't really catch what he's saying, but you catch his energy, his vibe. Like, mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he's exciting to you, like, the way he dresses. Like, not everything is culture. Like, yeah. where, where do you fit in? Like, what what's... Right now, everything is up for open, bro. There's, like, no guidelines in fashion. There's no guideline right. in rap ability. Like, <laughs> as long as you catchy and you, and you a vibe, and you fit to a certain particular yeah. group of de- people or demographic, you're gonna survive. Like people not looking for the lyrical geniuses like that. People not yeah. looking for bars. They're looking for give me a good ver- give me a good hook, a good beat, and we we vibing. Yeah, and also, I just wanna, it's so true though. Cause I it, just want to rock. He didn't say shit on there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that was all the beat. But I do just want to touch back on that because a lot of that comes back in now. I've noticed when it comes to, you know, you just said, people aren't looking really for the other this lyricists, et cetera. Yeah, they're not. That happens to me when I'm in the car and I'm like, oh, I'm not listening to <laughs> I Just Want to Rock or Yee or, you know, Playboy I hate to do Cardi this, or but... Something, or? No, I, I, I will listen to Playboy, like older Playboy sometimes, or like that new Don Tolliver I tried to listen to earlier. And it wasn't that it was bad, but it just wasn't my, like, car and a vibe music. But then I can go back and I can put Nipsey on, on shuffle. Whip. I can put Jay-Z yeah. just out of all his whole catalog that I have on my phone on shuffle throughout for music. Energy, Same thing with, like, SoundCloud. I can jump on SoundCloud and get my, like, 2016, 2017, older Travis Scott, yeah. older, like, unreleased, you know, kind of leaked Drake, some Party Next Door, you know, tracks that he's really spitting on to work. 
And there hasn't been that album in a long time that you can throw on in the whip and just ride from town to town. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Kendrick Lamar's I was just gonna last, say the, yeah, project, the last project, a little bit. Same thing to, with Baby Keem. His last project yeah. was good in the car. It was good at home. It was good everywhere. To end, bro. But geez, well, see that I guess something's like, got to stick. That's that's. I think you hit it. You but said it, it perfectly goes, though, because it's like what you said. It's like we're not really reading into it. It's like it's the trend. It's like it's the energy. Yeah, it's the energy. The, you, the, you, the feeling that you get when you listen to that shit. Them sound waves when they hit you, bro. You feel different emotions, bro. That shit taps into you. So it's like. That's why he still rocks out like. He, but I guess like, gonna, are we not looking? I, I guess like, that's crazy to think about though, because like, then it, it feels like the media can, you know, as we move into this like kind of era of like, a lot of different talent, you know, a talent pool in music or you know whatever it is, sports or acting, whatever it is. But how how society kind of you know crowns stars in a sense? It's like we may not look as deep into you know the lyrics or. You know the performance, but more of the attention that was mm-hmm. that was put the out there. And that, yeah, I guess that was my question. I think you said it actually really well. It's a character, yeah, absolutely. Bro. Wow, it is it's, crazy to think about. That. It's yeah. who you are, who you yeah. portraying to be. Because rappers lie. Some some musicians don't write their music, so that's yeah. not fully them. Like you, you're you're an actor. If you're yeah. a rapper or a singer, you're an actor. You're, you're mm-hmm. acting. It's an act, and you're, and in, in a sense, your whole hour that you put on a stage in front of your fans, that is an act. Yeah, that's from, an the, act. from the moment you step on there to the moment you step off the stage, that's an act. And I've been, I hate to sound like this, it's gonna sound a little arrogant, but I've been fortunate enough to watch almost half the rap game right now, with the exception of Kanye West and Jay Z being the only two real rappers I've never seen up close and personal and seen their act. And I'm talking like. I'm talking Drake, I'm talking Kendrick, I'm talking Travis, I'm talking... Uh, I never My saw Nick before he outside. died. Oh, yeah. I'm talking Playboy Cardi. Talking Roddy. Like I'm talking Playboy Cardi, Little Uzi, Roddy. Roddy in a really small venue. He was hot, uh, though. You went in March of 2020. I'm talking... Yeah, like, I'm talking... Right before. That I'm talking Meek like, Mill, Young Thug, Gunna. That's uh, Baby. You went and said Baby. Yeah, I'm talking... I saw Baby. You said Dirk. I saw The Baby. I saw Dirk. Like, I'm telling you, I've seen all these acts, and after seeing all these acts, like, like, yeah, you have to spend the money, you have to do all that, but that's not even on the point. What's on the point is that after seeing them, you can tell some of them won't perform as good as, like, their real checks are, some will, but then also some of them do put on, like, that whole act. They'll, yo, shout out my hood, I'm gonna bring you guys through a journey, and then some will start with, like, this was my first song I made in the basement, and this one's for my mom, and then they play their other track, and then they go, for my fans that had me through day one, let me show y'all, I really touch on some topics and let this sink in, and then the beat drops and they add another song. Or even seeing Fabi when he first came out, and I see him in Philly, and we're just we're at a nightclub or something, and all you hear in the back is like, I really love this city, man. Y'all been showing love to me, but the Bronx is in the house. And everybody's like, who is that? Like, what is going on? And then you look over, and it's Fabi, and he's just like, big drip. And I'm like, what the, f- what is happening? But that was him. That's him. Like, his act is, yo, I support those who support me, but I'm from this area, and this is what I'm going to put on. That was his main act. And then he's like, yo, put it one time for the Bronx, for the Bronx. And everybody's like, yo, you're in Philly. Like, that's enough about the Bronx, fam. We, what, what is going on? They put but his city on his back. It, that's the act. His act is, I, I, this is my city. This is where I'm from. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Drake, Drake's act is, I can bring you through my whole catalog. Mm-hmm. Watching Drake was... Let's start here, and now this is where we're at. Yeah. Facts. So, about these acts, they need to get stronger. They need to get better from the board from A to Z. And let's just let's wait and see how it happens. But it, it needs to happen. Do you wish that it wasn't 
I mean, I don't want to say not. I don't want to say scripted here, but like, I guess across the board, do you wish that it was more authentic in a sense? Because I mean, we just had that conversation last week about sports. You know, people ask me, you know, is how much is sports is turning into be scripted or you know? It's just fake. Which this, is like, like, don't even bring uh, that up. Oh, man. We all know it's not scripted. These dudes are getting paid way too much money, and they're putting their lives on the line. Some of them, you know, just a moment for Demar Hamlin in that, but. I, I don't like that touch on it being scripted no, at all because one that can start know, to jade I, that can really start to jade how you look at things too and how you look at games plus I've had some of my most amazing moments especially like I oh, mean, yeah. with you I remember me and you being out yeah. one night we're watching KD versus Yo. the Bucks he stepped back his foot's on the line and this was just like oh no, yeah. and we erupt I, I and agree, that's yeah. just not something you can script can I ask you because now we have you here because I know we I, me and Jose had this conversation last week and I, I've said my answer back to people I do not believe that it's scripted or rigged but I do feel in some in some situations he was like bigger than a moment you know watching in the playoffs there's certain calls that may go a team's way that benefit a star player I've seen Tom Brady get a handful of calls on the New England Patriots that I'm like mm, you know the Chiefs not taking anything away from them. that's where I'm saying I don't believe it's rigged or scripted because I believe the Chiefs went out there and won the Super Bowl and they earned it. But there was definitely some calls though in the AFC Championship game that make you. That's question. refereeing. That's but not. You that's don't dictating. think that, that's But you don't dictating. think that there's a maybe a further like. I, I know, don't think Roger good... Goodell's calling in like, no, yo, but... make sure you if, you if there's a call you can give, make sure we get Mahomes in. <laughs> I don't in. think so. Make sure, make sure Mahomes gets think... that call if you can. I don't think that's. There has been questions like, hey, the that. Super Bowl is played at State Farm Arena. We have State Farm's biggest spokesperson, which is Patrick Mahomes. There's been, I've been asked this, and it's like. Okay, I do see that. But you know, that's I not, it's not that. played at State Farm Arena every year. No, B- but. Cities bid for the Super Bowl. You, you're telling me, though, like, I remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, and just before it was the Jags. The Jags almost got there. But you're telling me that you're trying to sell the Eagles Jacksonville versus trying to sell the Eagles New England Patriots with Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. How much money you think is going to be lost? Going that way. And I'm not saying that, like, I, I would hate, you know, to hear, like, if right. that actually was a thing. To touch back but. on that point. Remember a couple of years ago, the Rams Super Bowl when it was, like, 10-3. to 3. That was the most boring. Oh, and the Patriots played That the was the most boring. Like, no one. That was just, I don't want to say it, but it was a shitty game. That yeah, was that's just, fine. No, it was. The defense was too good. It wasn't fun. The halftime yeah. show was decent. But it was a shitty game. There was nothing they could have done about that. No, and I don't. That's why I don't think that it's rigged, but I just think if there's a moment where there's a betterment, there's a betterment for one particular team or one particular player to be in that moment, that's going to make it look more appealing. I think that hey, we may you know this we're, we're gonna gonna miss this one maybe. Or I don't think it's intentional, but like I think you could make the argument like the Chiefs in that game that Mahomes got pushed out on the sidelines. Just before that, they I thought they missed the block in the back. I thought there was a hold that just seemed to be missed. I thought on the third down, we're going to give the Chiefs another play. It's like, wait a minute. Like, hold on a second. Like, there's, you know. But and then I, just and look I at that in the game say, before, though, also with the, like you said, with the Bengals. Look at that, that game before when yeah. he gets pushed out of bounds, gets the 15 yards, they get the kick. I that guy it. didn't have to push him. In that. And if no, he wouldn't yeah, have, and they don't get that, penalty. the Bengals could have been in the Super exactly. Bowl. Exactly. And so, they also could have taken it with four and a half minutes, so I get it. But I'll touch back on that yeah. one, man. I, I would say I do. I I agree with you that it does it does piss me off that I do hear people say it's scripted or this and that because it's like no, it's you know I don't I don't I think that everybody's trying their best and that this is you know, but there is times where money is a big money talks it does and especially mm-hmm. the world that we live in today, uh, but man, it's a it's it's interesting. 
uh, to see where I guess sports go from here. Uh, Brett Beatty, two run home creative. run against Houston early. My man, in spring training. It's spring training. It's spring training. I don't They're, care. I was going to say. They're playing some of the dudes that aren't going to make listen, the team this later. <laughs> like, this is what he has to do to make the starting lineup. But anyways, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. You're good. Uh, honestly, let's, you want to wanna wrap it up? It's been it's been a, a good good episode. Any uh, any and, other takes you want to And before we do speak? wrap up, I do also, up. like, I mean, Chen Zari doesn't hear this, but shout out to Lil Wayne. He's been Doing his thing, he dropped that "Can't Nobody" track featuring DMX. Go try to listen to that amazing track. He did his thing. He's spitting again, and he's one of those dudes. He's only getting better with time. Even on his little snippet on "God Did," which I think his verse could have been longer. No offense to Jay, but Little Wayne is showing up over and over again, and he's really getting me back into this music stuff too. No, he he definitely cooked up on that. But Wayne is shout out Wayne. Drizzy Drake Rogers too. Drizzy Drake Rogers. Drizzy Drake Rogers is he's he's bound to drop some new stuff in about I think he's gonna do it in the third quarter around September October after tour and I I I think it's gonna be great I think it's gonna be one of his greater pieces. I like when Wayne when Wayne raps and like he really get on his bullshit and then Drake gets on his bullshit right afterwards. Mm -hmm. Pizza and also you had Kendrick. Kendrick too. Cole's bound to come one more you think, time. You think Cole drops another al- album in 2023? I yeah. think he does. Because Dreamville's yeah, growing yeah. so much where he, if he does drop that album, get a couple features from those guys, it's going to give him that push. And Cole's, Cole's getting up there. He's been in there for yeah. a while. He's kind of with the Drake. He's kind of with the Kendrick. But Cole's the one that like kind of hides in the back the most. Mm. So when you're that guy... You have to drop once in a while. Like no one's seeing your face. You kind of got to put something in, out. In this generation, the top three, excuse me, is Drake, Kendrick, Cole. Right. So Drake dropped two records. I mean, not two records, two albums. One was you know debatable because of yeah. the genre that he chose to dive into. Mm-hmm. Then he drops another one with Twenty One, where he gives you what Drake does best is sing bars. and bar bar him up and talk his shit. Yeah. So he got that. Kendrick drops um, his album, which is a fucking masterpiece. Yep. Cole, and you have to step outside now. Yeah. You have to step outside. Especially, I think, one <laughs> he wrong? produced. You don't think, yeah. he, has a, his last you don't think he has to come outside and show, like, I still got the, it too? Well, the off season was, a, I thought it was a good album. Maybe it wasn't what everybody wanted, but I mm-hmm. thought it was a good album. Uh, but we talked about that last week. I definitely think J. Cole will drop maybe an EP at least. He will drop something this year. It was year, like seven tracks, six yeah. tracks. I think he'll I, I could see something like that. Um since, you know, Juan, obviously we it's tough to tough to have you on the pod as much. Uh yeah, because you know I gotta go back to work, man. Before we sign off, a couple fan questions actually for you. I, I how to read the email, some questions since we don't know when the next time you may pop out on the pod again. But that where's is- some some three questions we're gonna ask you. Where's Aaron Rodgers gonna go in the off season? Because we don't know now, so we gotta give some time here. Where's Aaron Rodgers gonna go? I'm gonna take a wild guess and say he ends up in the NFC East and makes my life terrible. Really? Uh, wow. I we're... could see him on Washington. Okay. Going to so? Washington. I could see him on Washington and and or I could also see him being like I'm hanging it up. If he doesn't come up to anything, because he's been doing dark days retreats, he's been doing ayahuasca, that. he's been doing like mental things mm-hmm. where like he's trying to get his head right, and it, it he seems like he wants to be like sure. an Elon Musk or something. He seems like he wants to figure out how to help the world and stuff. He doesn't seem like he's doing these things for football. football. A, football he seems like he's doing these things for himself. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he uh, 
I feel like football's a job for him now. For, for me, I feel it's like, rare that you see him looking like he's having fun. I feel like he's going to the Raiders though. I think he's going to link up with Devontae Adams. I, that could be a possibility, but also you haven't seen him really win in so long that I. If he goes I, to Washington, I, I have him going to the. I have him going to the to the NFC and have him staying in the NFC. So that that's what I'm going to say. Either the Redskins or say something happens in. Oh, the Commanders. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I did not mean to offend anybody. <laughs> no, you're good. Say something happens with the uh, with Jalen Hurts, God forbid, but he could end up there over the next that would two be years. Crazy if he went to Washington because their defense. But Why are a lot of people saying the Jets. I because they have the it's a possibility. Yeah, they do also have the it's a possibility. But also, I don't think that he's that much of a money hungry dude. I think I, he would take a pay cut. I think I he, think he would. That's take why a I could see him going to the Raiders. No. I just think he wants to play no. with Devontae. He don't, he don't take pay cuts. I think he would take one if it's Bro, to like a why, decent team. Why take a pay cut when even if he does take a pay cut? Not like ten million, him. but a cut, two, three, maybe. They still don't get him help. They still don't pay the wide receivers that he goes out there and he builds a connection with. Mm. There was no reason why they should have let. Jordy Nelson walk. Facts. There was no reason why he loses Devontae Adams. Facts. Like, you have the best That's quarterback. That's the front office. You don't, as a yeah, quarterback, exactly. you don't have so to like, that. The organization. You have the best quarterback in the league at his time. At that time, he was top three in the league, and you could probably still put him top five in the league right now. And you don't keep him happy. You don't give him his pieces to continue doing what he was doing. So, what's of your, course, he's going to be like, nah, I want Max. We'll take that. We'll take that. Mike, what's your next question? Next question, uh, kind of already touched about it a little bit there, uh, but who are you most excited for an album this year? That kind of question was asked for Jose last week, but for you, one in 2023, obviously we got a ton of music last I'm year. I'm most excited, simple, for Travis Scott's Utopia. After mm. everything that went down with him and, you know, that terrible situation, I to you know, other people that we lost and then praying for other survivors, but I am most excited for his album. One, because it's a new sound. Too because Travis Scott is he's a creator. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. He's in the studio. Coming. He's doing his thing. He he just he builds it off from the ground up. He's building everything. He's touching everything. He has control over everything. And I believe in him aesthetically too. Like he's he's got that control. He's got that right touch. And his lyrics aren't bad at all either. So I'm I'm excited for his album. Also with Frank Ocean going back to Coachella and actually performing this year. I'm excited to see if he drops even a small snippet or something. I'm excited to see like, yeah, what, what talent he's got <laughs> he's coming goat, on the horizon. He's a goat. And he's been going through a lot, you know, his personal life. I, I did. I read some stuff where some things happened to his family, etc. So mm. I get it. You don't want to really put out that music. But, no, yeah, I, I would stick around Frank Ocean and Lil Baby right now. I'm only going to stick Drake off just because you know Drake's just signed that new deal and he might drop another Scary Hours or he might drop an, another maybe a couple of those. But I don't see him... Album. Dropping a real yeah. highly anticipated album. He's gonna tour this year. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, until maybe the fourth quarter, and then also like, what what's he gonna rap about on this album? And and I'm talking about him. I'm not talking about a collab. What's he gonna rap about? Yeah, that's and and that's it for me. Those are gonna be my two artists, and then Drake being a close third. Of course, Future is always gonna be up there, but Future drops every year, so we'll see what he comes back with this year. And then the last question: uh, Who's gonna win the NBA? finals this year or who's going to win the championship this year i think we'll have you on before that i believe it's a good question genuinely that if the boston celtics don't win the nba finals the milwaukee bucks will well so whoever gets to the east you say is going to win it you don't even not even thinking about the suns i would i was going to ask you kd can't stay healthy right now i don't uh, Mm. i don't know and also keep in mind Chris Paul is he the guy must be doomed. I'm sorry, but <laughs> something's going on over there with him. Well, 
we'll see what happens with the NBA. Uh, Juan, it was great to have you on the World Baseball Classic preview show here. Thank you, Anthony. I'm glad to be here too. And, and catching be back. up. It's uh, good to be back for sure, man. I think be- because Thank of you. the last you know, uh, week with everything recording and uh, all that dilemma, I think me and Jose may chop uh, like me, we may get a couple more episodes out for you. Maybe, maybe give it a little bit more content. We talked we'll about how much sports you guys are getting, so we'll give you a little bit more content. Jose, I hope this stuff. We'll have Jose on the show more. Everybody out Wu. there, R.P. to Woo. Stay safe out there. In the mix, we'll be back soon enough.